Hey guys, WFAN the Kid here, and today I will be sharing with you my week four NFL picks. Three weeks behind us in the young NFL season. Week three was not a great week for me. I went eight and eight. There was several notable upsets. There was the Jaguars destroying the Chargers on the road. I thought the Chargers would be able to do that with or without Herbert. They were not. The entire team really besides the injured Herbert, did not play well at all. The Chargers' defense struggled mightily, mightily against T-Law, and the Jaguars' run game, passing game, everything really was a struggle for that Chargers' defense. And besides one or two good drives, including one that ended in a really nice touchdown to Mike Williams from Herbert, there just wasn't enough from that Chargers' offense. And Justin Herbert is hurt. Everybody knows that. The Chargers made the decision to play him, and it did not work out. It did not. Of course, the Chiefs losing to the Colts is another notable, notable upset. I just thought that as bad as the Colts looked against the Jaguars, there's no way they could beat the Chiefs. But maybe it's just the Jaguars are really good. Maybe because they just blew out two, two good teams, two respected teams back-to-back, so they're a team to watch out for. Then there was my Jets that I had wrong. They kind of got blown out by the (laughs) Bengals. was not a fun game for the Jets. A lot of drives that ended up in Bengals territory, but not in the end zone, settled for four field goals. The Jets are number one at something, though. Zerline had four field goals as the number one fantasy kicker last week, so I guess that's something. And yeah, those were just some of the more notable upsets from the previous week. And we get into week number four now. We start out with Thursday Night Football. We have the Dolphins and the Bengals. Prime time, I am going to go with Miami. Miami's been dominant so far. They're one of the two undefeated teams in the NFL. Tua is kind of proving the haters wrong, and then some, because he had a fantastic comeback against the Ravens. He was able to defeat Josh Allen at the Bills at home. Most people, at least myself, did not have them. Actually, I did have them beating the Bills, but I did not have them taking the Ravens. And it's just been impressive so far from Tua, from Tyreek. Even the defense to hold the Super Bowl favorites. A lot of people's Super Bowl favorites in the Bills to 19 points. That's pretty impressive as well. As good as the Bengals looked against the Jets, they still have issues, problems. Offensive line definitely needs to be improved. And the defense... Uh, I think needs to be improved. They did help the Jets to to 12 points, but it's the Jets. And we could have scored more. There was a late drive that should have ended in a touchdown. I still think that the Bengals need better defense, which a lot of you probably agree with. Then, yeah, so that's my Thursday Night Football pick. Then we move into Sunday. We have our first London game of the season, the Vikings and the Saints. I'm going to take the Vikings. The Vikings do need to incorporate J.J. Moore. I know he's being double-teamed, triple-teamed in instances, and other players have stepped up, like K.J. Osborne this past weekend against the Lions. But J.J. is one of the best wide receivers in the league right now, and they need to find a way to incorporate him again. I think they will be able to against the Saints defense in London, so going to take the Vikings in that one. Then the Seahawks and the Lions. I'm going to go with Detroit. Detroit put up a hell of an effort against Minnesota. 
were leading for large part of that game before they blew their two-touchdown lead. Demal Williams looking good. DeAndre Swift also notable part of that running core. Jared Goff is starting to look a little bit more like the Jared Goff we saw with the Rams for those years. So hopefully, or not hopefully, but hopefully the <laughs> Lions can sustain the play that they've been able to do, that they've been able to, <laughs> my words are all over the place, sustain their offensive play. Because they have been one of the most impressive offensive teams so far. They have, they really did a number on the Eagles defense, which is not easy to do. They put up 24 against Minnesota. And Amon Ra is a difference maker. When he's hot, he has been one of the standout players so far this year. He has killed me in fantasy the other week when he had that crazy game. I believe he put up like 34, 35 points. So that's why I'm going to take the Lions. Then my New York Jets playing the Steelers. I'm going to have to take my Jets. I picked them to win last week. Did not happen. But Zach Wilson's coming back. Going to change up plays a little bit. Going to change up the play calls. He's a more mobile quarterback than Joe Flacco. There's no doubt about that. And I think he'll thrive with the young wide receivers. You know, Garrett Wilson, been sensational so far. The one thing I will say is we need to incorporate the tight ends more. Conklin had his first good game of the year. But Uzama, why are we not targeting CJ Uzama more? That is what I want to know desperately. He had one wreck against the Bengals. One reception. Yeah, it needs to be more from a player like CJ Uzoma. He was instrumental with the Bengals last year. I'm not sure why we got him if we're not going to use him. But nonetheless, I believe that the Jets will be able to take a weak Steelers team who's struggling with Trubisky and just all around. Then the Bears and the Giants. You know what? I think the Giants will be favored going into this game, but give me the Bears. The Bears are coming off in a, a gritty win, I'll say, against the Texans. They're 2-1. and one. They have a winning record. Uh, probably better than a lot of people thought through three games, still very early in the year. But the Giants' O-line on Monday Night Football, <laughs> it was dreadful. Dreadful. There were so many times where Daniel Jones had no time to do anything. The interception at the end of the game, that's on Daniel. But the, the I think the outcome of this game could have been different if it were not for the Giants' O-line. I mean, it was terrible. Like, you, you couldn't even count to two before Daniel Jones had to scramble. Otherwise, he would have had to take a sack. I mean, you just got to block for your QB. You know, you got to get out there and block. It's as simple as that. That's why I'm going up to take the Bears. I have to after the performance that I saw from that Giants O-line. Then the Titans and the Colts. The Colts are my AFC South divisional favorites. They have not really been up to what I thought they would be so far at 1-1-1. One, one, and one. But man, if they did not surprise me, pulling off the upset against Patrick Mahomes last week, that was a very important win for this team. And I think they are going to propel that energy back at Lucas Oil Stadium against the Titans this Sunday and make it back-to-back -back victories. While the Titans did look good against the Raiders, Derrick Henry kind of had a bounce-back game. Tannehill looked 
pretty good, starting to find receivers after the loss of A.J. Brown. I, I don't think that they are going to be all that good this year. They The Raiders are the worst team in the AFC right now that they beat. Let's keep that in mind. And it's just not the Titans, in my opinion. I do actually have them finishing with a losing record this season. Then the Chargers playing the Texans. It is difficult for me as a Herbert fan, really a super Herbert fan, to see what I saw on Sunday. I don't even know if he should have played, to be honest. But he did. The Chargers made their decision. They decided to play Justin Herbert. And it did not work out well. It did not. But I am still going to go with the Chargers, with Justin Herbert. As bad as that team looked, I think that they could get it done against the Texans. The Texans are a young team trying to figure things out. They have played close in a lot of games against the Broncos, against the Bears this weekend, tied with the Colts in week one. But I feel like the Chargers, they have to have a bounce back game because if they lose back to back teams, back to, sorry, back to back games to the Jaguars and the Texans, who are kind of been floating around first pick territory for quite some time for these last few years. It is not a good look if that happens. Then the Browns and the Falcons. The Falcons are coming off a pretty respectable win against Geno Smith and the Seahawks. I did think that would be a close game, and the Falcons wound up prevailing. The Browns beat the Steelers on Thursday Night Football, which is not that big of an accomplishment. The Steelers are a struggling team. I'm going to go with Atlanta to make it two in a row. A lot of people have Atlanta at the bottom of the barrel, worst in the league down there. I do not. I, even though I think this Falcons team is bad, and of course we'll finish with a losing record, they're not as bad as people think. They have uh, Pitts. They have Mariota, who could be a difference maker. They're having, they have a defense that needs help, but I think they have some young talent on that defense that will progress and improve as the season continues. So give me the Falcons in that one. Then the Commanders going to Dallas. I'm going to take the Cowboys. Cooper Rush is undefeated in his NFL career, and he will remain undefeated. It was an embarrassing performance at home against the Eagles. It was a slaughtering. They did get the late touchdown to make it a little bit better, but still, 24-8. to The offense was dreadful, and if it were not for that late touchdown, the offense would have put up Zero, because their only points were on a safety, other than that late touchdown. Carson Wentz is not the issue. He's not. He's been all right so far in this NFL season, aside from this game. Jahan Dotson, my Penn State guy, had a really good week one game. i like to see more of him, though. Kind of disappeared a little bit after week one. If they could start finding him again and starting to find Logan Thomas get their one game going, I think they could start to spring together some wins. But until then, I'm taking the Cowboys over the Commanders. Then the Jaguars going to Philadelphia. This is difficult. Two very hot teams that have a combined record of 5-1 and one so far. I'm going to take the Eagles to remain undefeated. 4-0. I think that they... As impressive as the Jaguars have been, 
to get two blowout victories in a row with their young QB, with their young team. The Eagles have been just impressive, if not more. Devonta Smith has been a difference maker for them. And of course, Jalen Hurts has been absolutely insane so far, exceeding many's expectations. And I think he will continue to do so. And yeah, give me the Eagles for that one. Then the Bills and the Ravens, our final one o'clock game. The Bills are coming off a tough loss to the Dolphins. They had that touchdown. Josh Allen had an open receiver on the last play of the game. Couldn't connect. Wound up taking the L there. They will not take the L against the Ravens. I think they'll go into Baltimore. That'll be pretty easy for them. Not not that easy, but relatively easy. I don't think Baltimore's defense is good. I'll just come out and say that. I don't think it is. So, I think Josh Allen will be able to have a bounce-back game after struggling pretty... He did throw for 400 passing yards, but struggling in terms of how much points the Bills were able to put up. I think that they will be actually be able to get like over 30 in this game. The question is if their defense will be able to stop Lamar. I think they will for the most part. That's why I'm going to give the Bills the win. Then the Cardinals and the Panthers. A lot of people are thinking this is going to be a good game from what I've been seeing, from what I've been hearing. But I don't really think it is. The card. I mean, the Panthers did have a good game against the Saints to get their first victory, to get Baker's first victory out of the way with the team. But this Cardinals team is hungry. They, in their previous game this past Sunday, they were right there the majority of the game weren't able to do it. They had a fantastic comeback, won in overtime against the Raiders. I think Kyler Murray is going to be able to dance circles around this Panthers team. I do. I mean, we'll see if the Panthers prove me wrong, but I think this is an easy pick with the Cardinals. If you're betting on games, I don't know how many betters I have in my audience, but this might be one to consider. Then the Broncos and the Raiders. Hmm. I picked against the Broncos. I did. They looked pretty bad, and their offense continued to look poor against the 49ers. <laughs> there was that interesting Jimmy Garoppolo safety in that game that helped the Broncos win. <sighs> and the, the, they're reversing the under, I mean, the winless, undefeated, far from it, the winless Raiders. I'm going to take the Raiders. I am. I think they'll be able to incorporate Devontae more in this game, hopefully. Uh, yeah, I mean, I still think that until the Broncos show me a good offensive game, I am not picking them. I'm not. Putting up 11 points and winning. Yeah, you feel good, you won, but that is a bad offensive game. Every game for the Broncos offensively has not been enough, and this has been their worst one yet. Mm. Melvin Gordon has been a bright spot for them, though, at least this past week. He, I put him on my bench for fantasy, could have put him in, would have done well. He got a touchdown for Denver in that game. But yeah, until the Broncos and Russell Wilson show me a good offensive game, I'm not picking them. Then we have the Patriots and the Green Bay Packers. The Patriots let me down. I had them as a dark horse to beat the Ravens, and Mac Jones got injured in that game, so he's in all likelihood, if not most definitely, not going to be playing this game. And then the Packers are coming off the complete opposite, back-to-back -back wins, and more importantly, their most recent win against Tom Brady. 
So I, I think this is a pretty simple explanatory pick in the Green Bay Packers. We'll see if the Patriots prove me wrong. Then the Chiefs and the Bucks, primetime Sunday night football. Of course, I will wish thoughts and prayers for anyone that's being affected by Hurricane Ian. I know that the Buccaneers did have to move from their training site, and many other people did have to evacuate, leave their homes. So my thoughts and prayers are with you, anybody being affected by this storm. But yeah, getting back to the game, I am going to take the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in this one. Uh, not just saying that because of Hurricane Ian. I genuinely think Brady will be able to have a bounce-back game. He has to be frustrated with that loss to Aaron Rodgers. Could be the last time these two incredible quarterbacks face off. And he just he fell just short. Just short. It was not his fault. I mean, the penalty on the two-point conversion really hurt them. They had to move back. And it wound up being no good. Could not convert. But I think the Chiefs, I mean, the the Bucks. sorry, I'm mixing up my words. This is, whew, I believe that the Bucks will bounce back and get the win over Mahomes. Mahomes has to be also frustrated with that loss to the Colts. A lot of unfortunate instances in that game against the Colts, including the late touchdown from Indy to win it. There was the missed field goal from the Chiefs kicker. He has to feel pretty bad about that. But yeah, I think this should be a fun game. And I'm going to take the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Then we move into our final game. Our final game of week four is the Rams at the 49ers. The 49ers will definitely, definitely want revenge in this game. This is the Rams that eliminated them in the conference finals of last year's NFL playoffs. But I have to go with the Rams. Jimmy G, what were you doing running out of the back of the end zone? <laughs> Potentially costing your team that game. I mean, who knows what would have happened if not that, but they would have had two less points, which is kind of the difference in the game. Jimmy G, I do think that you could lead this Tigers team into the playoffs. I do. Maybe even a Super Bowl could be a dark horse for that, but I am going to have to take the Rams in this Monday night contest. Stafford, of course, looking good. It's the defending Super Bowl champions. What more can I say? Then I'm going to take the Rams. All right, that about wraps it up for this podcast. <clears throat> Sorry, my voice is a bit hoarse after talking for so long. But yeah, that wraps it up. Should be an interesting, fun week four. Hopefully I do better than 8-8. Eight and eight. Looking forward to that Jets-Steelers game and a lot of other games this week. And yeah, thank you guys for listening. Goodbye.